0: Hello and welcome to The Lowdown from Pickletown. I'm your host, Aidan Gobride. Here's the deal. I'm here with uh, Nikolai Clark on the men's uh, soccer team. Uh, senior here, uh, Nico. Um, obviously, me and you actually know each other quite well. We lived to be each other last year, and we've worked together a couple of times. So that should that should be just like two friends talking almost, Nico. Yeah. Um, you're obviously you're obviously an international, much like me. You're Jamaican, um, so I think that's a lot of what we're going to t- talk about today. Because I think you know the international presence on campus is pretty big. So, you know, I'm, I'm interested to see what it was kind of like for you. So, me and you spoke a couple of times last year about, you know, the culture differences and how, what it was, like, you actually moved over at a far younger age than most internationals do for university. So, could you maybe kind of dive into that a little bit and tell us what it was like for you at such a young age, you know, having to move away from home? Yeah, um,
1: so, I moved to Rome, Georgia to go to boarding school when I was yeah. 16 I went to go play on an academy team, but I had been to the U.S. before, so yeah. I was kind of familiar with some of the norms here, I guess, yeah. but it was still very different <laughs> from home. Um, definitely a lot, like the country itself is just huge. Yeah. Um, I'm used to being able to drive four hours and get to the other side of my island, whereas you could drive four hours and be in the same state here. So. Yeah, uh-huh. It was a little... Um, <laughs> That part was kind of a, a lot to take in, I'd have to say. But when I went to boarding school, I was still surrounded by a bunch of other Caribbean people yeah, yeah. as well as from other countries other than the US. So, And I've always kind of been all right on my own, away yeah. from home.
0: So you've, you've been able to kind of be away from home and not be too upset about being away?
1: Yeah. Um, I, 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 I always tell people, like, my first couple weeks there, yeah, it was like I was at a, a camp and I was just having fun. And then it wasn't until I went home for Thanksgiving and then yeah. came back between Thanksgiving and Christmas where I was like, damn, I really miss home.
0: Yeah, no, I mean, that's kind of what it was for me as well. Um, So... You, you talked a little bit about the kind of change in culture. So when you came over, what what was the kind of biggest differences that you noticed, like, culture-wise? Like, what was the biggest shock to you? Um,
1: honestly, for me, <laughs> it was kind of just, like, people not being familiar with my con- country and culture. Yeah. I think that was the biggest thing for me. Like, people didn't know where Jamaica was or, like, <laughs> just, like, how we live back yeah. there.
0: No, it's, I mean, it's, you know, obviously, like, we, we speak about America and, you know, sometimes we, like, kind of laugh and joke with, like, uh, the internationals and Americans here always have a lot of, kind of, banners between each other, but, and it's and it's no disrespect, but obviously America's such a massive country that sometimes, you know, you, you'll meet someone who has absolutely no idea where you're actually from and they couldn't point out your map on the, sorry, they couldn't point out your country on the map and I, I can I can speak for that, I'm also from an island, <laughs> so it's, it's, it's difficult for me sometimes trying to explain where I'm from. So, what you kind of you briefly spoke about how you're you're from an island like Jamaica as is an island and you can drive across it in four hours. What was um, what do you think is the biggest differences between living on an island and then living somewhere like that's a massive piece of land like America? Um,
1: I guess the biggest <laughs> difference for me would be not being able to just kind of like go to the beach whenever yeah. I wanted <laughs> or like depending where I was I could. Look out and see the water. I'd be good. Yeah. Um, kind of being more inland because mm-hmm. I know we're not that far from the coast. Yeah. But being more inland, it's that was a big difference for me.
0: So what? what in terms of like uh, culture as well? Like the differences between people. Um, how different is it in Jamaica than it is here in the U.S.?
1: Well, honestly, it's not that different. No. C- different because like everywhere you go. Yeah. Some people are nice. Some people yeah. are kind of reserved. <laughs> um I think it's kind of the same in mm-hmm. that sense. But yeah. like the way the way people are brought up in yeah. Jamaica to me are is very different to yeah. the way some people in America are brought up. Oh yeah. Uh-huh.
0: So obviously you you spoke about how you came over at a young age for boarding school um and how you know you that was a little bit different to most internationals here. So. How did you kind of end up at UMO? Like, what what kind of can you kind of take us through how you ended up here specifically?
1: Yeah, so at the boarding school I was at, I was playing on an academy team, and my senior year of high school, yeah. the head coach, who's actually now the head coach of the Lee's McCray soccer team, okay. he was good friends with Sean right. Sean Brennan, who was the coach at the time when I was getting recruited, mm-hmm. and I walked into his office one day and we were talking about schools that had contacted me. And he asked about Mount Olive, mm-hmm. if I'd heard about them. I was like, no. That was the first time those two words had ever entered my ears. Yeah. Um. And he's like, all right, well, I'll send the coach a message. Here's his email, Send him me highlight tape, and we'll go from there. Mm-hmm. And then that same afternoon after practice, um, Shane, he pulled me aside. Yeah. He was my coach. Yeah, yeah. And he was like, "Yeah, Sean's interested. Um, we're gonna set up a visit
0: X, Y, Z, and then." So you were able to actually visit the school before you you decided to come here.
1: Yeah. So um, we were playing in the castle tournament in Raleigh. So a group of us came up early mm-hmm. and visited the school, and then met up with the rest of the team in Raleigh.
0: Yeah, I guess that's that's probably a good benefit. I mean, for me, I was. You know, kind of unfortunate I wasn't able to kind of visit before I came here. And I would have absolutely loved to have done that. It would have given me an idea of where I was going to be living and, you know, where my life was going to be for the next couple of years. So that's quite interesting to hear things from a different kind of perspective. So we're just going to address the elephant in the room. I hope you don't <laughs> mind talking about it. Not at all. You are a senior. And um, I have to say, you know, I look across you. I've known you a couple of years, Nico. And I do consider you a friend. Uh, you obviously are sitting with a big leg brace on right now. People can't see it. Mm-hmm. Um what exactly happened and and are you okay talking about it how do you actually feel about the whole thing considering it is your last year here
1: Yeah um it was our first preseason game against Methodist so probably like 3 mm-hmm. or 4 days into preseason yeah. I think and I went on and I was probably on the field for <laughs> let's say like a minute and a half oh max went into a 50-50 challenge and Felt the pop, heard the pop, went down. Later, found out it was my ACL.
0: Mm. Yeah, I mean, my dad, my dad specifically. I watched my dad do it when I was younger as well. It's it's one of the most hor- it's one of the most horrific injuries in in, in soccer, and it's uh, it's almost really common nowadays as well, which is actually quite sad. But it's, it's, well, you've kind of been dealing with it. You actually brought up to us just before we came on uh, the recording that you're you're having surgery on it next week. So how do you feel about that and also um you know, how are you how are you coping right now with just kinda dealing with the fact that you're, you know, not gonna be able to play?
1: Uh yeah, it was hard at first. Mm-hmm. Um, but at this point it kinda is what it is. Yeah. I have to I, I can't just walk around and yes. not have an ACL if I want to try and play. Yeah. Hopefully I can. Um getting a medical red shirt yeah. so I'll have that extra year of eligibility.
0: So you'll think about coming back, yeah.
1: Um, well, I've been considering doing a master's either here or um, at another school. Okay. I was told that international students aren't allowed in the MBA program, but that's oh, okay. changing. Oh, really? So supposedly after this year, they mm. wanted a full year of seated classes right. before we were allowed to be administered into the MBA program. Okay. So that's a possibility. Yeah. Um, or I could go and do a master's elsewhere. Yeah,
0: are you looking forward to the rehab? <laughs> not at all. I've I've witnessed
1: so many people go through it, and I've always said like I wouldn't wish this injury on my worst enemy. No. And um, I was actually in the training room doing prehab. Yeah. Before I found out it was my ACL, and I yeah. saw somebody coming in doing their rehab from yeah. an ACL surgery, and I did not envy them at all. No, not at not all. One I mean.
0: Bit. I mean, you you will have been with me throughout my you saw me throughout my hip surgery period and stuff like that. So like I've always like said to you, if you ever want to talk about it, you can talk about it as well. Like, because I feel like some people, if you haven't actually been injured or had like surgery like that, they don't they don't fully understand how much it kind of affects you. Um, obviously, you seem to. You seem to be doing all right. You seem to be keeping your head up, which is good. Um, so how have you actually been keeping yourself busy? Are you Are obviously still going to, able to watch the boys and still being there to support them and stuff? How have you been keeping busy? Yeah, um,
1: I try and help out at practice where I yeah. can, um, whether that's like helping run drills or if I'm just sitting and watching, just trying to stay with the team. Mm-hmm. Um, and I also work with you yeah. on campus. <laughs> so that's been taking up a good chunk of time as well.
0: Yeah, Nico's been coming in and sorting out the bags. Yeah, he's been sorting out the production bags for us. Uh, I think he seems to like doing that, which is crazy. Um, yeah, but obviously I did bring up we we were former roommates for for a year. I think in that room I probably had more in common with you than, than everyone else. Oh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> it was a very interesting room that we lived in. But it, I absolutely loved living with the soccer guys last year. It was... Uh, very unique experience for me. Obviously, being the only one that wasn't on the team. Yeah, it was good fun. <laughs> yeah, so um, kind of finish off on a kind of uh, deeper one of those kind of deep questions. Um, and again, it goes back to just the fact that you know, uh, moving away from home and, and living away from home. Um, what is what is the one thing? Because I always I love asking this to all kinds of internationals because everyone has a different answer. Not family. What is the one thing um, from home that you wish you could bring here? What's the one thing? It can be anything, Nico.
1: <laughs> that wish that I could bring bring here. So it, it's something that I haven't brought before. Yes. Um, <laughs> I guess I'd have to say like my dogs. I have four dogs Your back dogs. home. Yeah. Yeah, I love them to death. So
0: you, you, miss it. what, 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 what are they?
1: Um, two are Great Dane Mastiff mix. Oh. Um, and then the other two are massive Ridgeback Rottweiler mixes.
0: Yeah. So obviously, um, just briefly say it, it's very early into the season uh, for the soccer team. Obviously, you said that you're trying to help out at practice and just stay kind of because that's what I tried to do. I tried to stay part of the team, even though I was, you know, comp- not competing. So uh, boys have started off well. Um, have you been happy with what you've seen as like one of their teammates on the sidelines?
1: Yeah. No. Definitely. Um, we've got a big. Big squad yeah, this massive year. Squad. Yeah. Um a lot of my professors actually say, Oh you're men's soccer. You guys are the ones with the village. The village. Yeah. Um, but no, they're doing real well. I'm I'm happy for them. Yeah. Um we've got some good guys. Yeah. Uh Jason's brought in some good players.
0: Yeah, there's a couple of players out there that I've I've noticed have been a big change in the team coming in this year so far. Um obviously it's been a few games. But yeah. we'll just see where things go. But a couple of decent results so far, so you know, I wish he's the best for the rest of the season.
1: Yeah, um, I think another big part of it too is that we're playing a system that suits a lot of our players oh, yeah. that we're also understanding very well. Yeah.
0: So, so there's, uh, would you say that the chemistry this year is different to previous years, or what? What do you think?
1: Definitely, I think we're more of a, a cohesive unit at this right.
0: point now. Well, I mean, like, when it comes to soccer, that's one of the most important things. Like, you know, it's a te- it is very much a team sport. Um. So, listen, thank you very much for joining us here, Nico. It's been it's been enlightening to hear things from a different point of view. Because, uh, like, even you see things differently the way I see things. Cause obviously, I'm an international as well. So, thanks very much for coming on. Uh, I wish you the best of luck with your your rehab and your surgery and everything thank going you. forward. And uh, I hope everything goes well.
1: Thank you. Thanks for having me. Of
0: course. This has been The Lowdown from Pickletown. We'd just like to give special thanks to the University of Mount Olive's music department. Thank you very much for listening. We'll see you next time.